Welcome to the Boss Mama's Mindset. I'm your host, Laura Gadanen, a boss mama who understands what it takes to break free from limiting beliefs and step fully into her unique power. Every other week, you can find a new episode where I interview real boss mamas who share their stories to inspire you to create the life you love. It's everything you need to know to get out of your comfort zone, own your uniqueness, and level up in your life and business. On that note, grab a cup of coffee and get cozy with me as I interview today's Boss Mama. Hello, and welcome to this episode of Boss Mama's Mindset, Scam Likely, and I'm not talking about what appears on your phone when you don't want to answer. I am interviewing today a real fireball, Tammy Sorrento, owner of Fireball Approves. Welcome, Tammy. So tell us a little bit about what you do and your, and your children and all of that. Sure. Well, I am definitely a boss mama. Um, I have two adult children. One actually helped me with the business. Their ages are 29 and 30. So being a boss mama and being able to share your passion with your child is second to none. Um, But what happened to me is two years ago, I was looking for a vacation rental. And considering that I have had over 20 years of insurance investigative experience, I knew what the red flags were. And I was not scammed in this transaction, but this transaction opened my eyes as to why people do get scammed on online rental ads. And it was due to my situation that I started Fireball Approves. What I do is, and after the situation and I started my business, I even became a private investigator, and I do this for the entire United States. So my passion is to protect others so that they themselves will not get burned when they are looking for rental properties. Now, you notice that I named my business Fireball Approved. It really doesn't tell you what I do. Well, I did that intentionally. Number one, I am fireball. Nothing gets past me. So this was just a natural progression. But what was really important about this situation is I found the skills that I have that I can give to other people so that they too will become a victim. Now, the name Fireball Approved, I did that because my first, I have two Um, products right now and that's for the renter I will investigate the rental ad to make sure that the renter is dealing with the correct owner and this will circumvent these horrible stories that we hear about I know I do because I research it every day where families have literally scraped up every cent that they have to be able to have a roof over their heads and yet they come to find out that it was a scam and then they have to start all over and you know this really burns my blood but 
this is not the only scam that I'm going to be fighting. I am in constant research mode as to what is going on out there because it is all out war. When I determine that a rental ad is a scam, I even report that to the FBI. And I hope something comes of it, um, but my whole mission is to get rid of the scammers and for our home sharing experience, whether it be a vacation rental, a short-term rental, like we have traveling nurses that travel four times a year. So they're always in search of short-term rentals and then even long-term rentals. So basically, if anyone's looking for a rental property, they could be straight out of college, they could be going to college and possibly did not make the deadline to get a dorm. Now they have to go off-site. These are the situations that I'm able to protect people. Wow, it's a very incredible mission and super important. Um, as a mother and, you know, I have just recently gone through something which is uh, around fraud. It's not in a vacation home, but it was uh, somebody calling me and um, telling me that um, I was going to go to jail, that somebody had um, taken my social security number and that they've been laundering money and, and dealing drugs with it. And it was such a scary moment for me. And yeah. I learned so much in that process. But I mean, any time that we can equip ourselves with more knowledge so that we don't fall into these traps, um, it's so important. I agree. And as a matter of fact, on my Fireball Approved Facebook page, I don't only um, create content around my genre. I report on every type of scam that there is. And that is my way to figure out how the scammers are doing it and then utmost on how to combat it. So what you're talking about, I think more people than not have experienced that. Uh, funny story, Laura, is when I first started this business, I got the infamous um, IRS scam call saying that, you know, there was a warrant for my arrest. And That's I the one I got. <laughs> well, I tell you, my heart because I was just learning how to open up a business and my first thought was maybe I set up something incorrectly and I mean it was just like I was sweating I'm going oh my gosh what did I do wrong and I was actually going to a class for new business owners and after I got off the phone my husband looked at me and he says you know IRS is not going to call you. <laughs> I was like, oh my no. gosh, this doesn't end. <laughs> I, after about 30 minutes on the call, so I was hooked. I, I really was scared. I was right. crying. This was only a few months ago. So I'm pregnant. I'm crying right. because I'm like, what do you mean the deputy's coming to my house? And right. nothing like this has ever happened to me. But I did, you know, recently there was, um, applications that I was filling out where I was using my 
social security online. So I thought, did I do something wrong? Same as you. And then I, then I got smart towards the end and I was like, this is bonkers. So I Googled it real quick and it showed up that this was that the social security would never call you like this. They would only send a mail and this is a scam. And so I told him, listen, I am just Googling this and this is a scam. You are not to be calling me. And he hung up right away. <laughs> so you knew, you knew your answer then. <laughs> but it was so scary. I shared it all over my Instagram page and I did a story on it because I just feel it's so important for us to empower one another with these, you know, scary moments that happen that we can um, help alleviate with from others so that they don't have to experience it. Or if they get caught in the same situation, they can be quicker than me. <laughs> well, Laura, that was the whole reason why I started Fireball Approved. I really felt, in fact, I was going to take my four grandchildren on the vacation with me. And they were kind of my motivation as to I'm not going to get stuck yeah. without accommodations with my four grandkids all under the age of 10. Yeah. Scary. And, yeah. And, but I'm so thankful that I went through that mm -hmm. because once again, unless you're actually in the situation, people don't realize how easy it is for, for people to get scammed. Now, here is something that I really push on my Facebook page. One thing I will not tolerate, and that is victim shaming. Mm. I will delete a comment just as fast as can be. Because being in that situation, no, I was not scammed. But look at the skill set I have. Right. So that's such an important topic because I felt so, I did feel so um, like shameful. And I remember telling my husband, like, am I not a smart person? Like, how did I fall for that? <laughs> and I really had, I had a moment and then I like picked myself up and I was like, this is ridiculous. Like it could happen to anyone. Right. It's not a matter of your intelligence but you need to share the story. And so I agree with you, like shaming or like making people feel guilty for not knowing or succumbing or like, right. you know, um, maybe falling for something is just unacceptable. It really is. And as a matter of fact, people ask me, well, how much are we losing a year in, in fraud and scams? Well, I can tell you what has been reported, you know, 4 million a year and it's rising. But I hate to use those statistics because many people are so embarrassed that they don't even report it. So any number that I can pull off of any research, I guarantee you it is less. It is actually more than what is actually happening. Wow. That is scary. So then let's break it down for people. Um, what are like the top three takeaways that you've learned that you want to equip the boss mamas about this fraud or, you know, be a victim to this that they should know about? Maybe they don't know about. Sure. And I'm going to even give you some tips of the trade. Okay. Um, I would rather people be educated, know what they're looking at, and then 
when they narrow it down, when they've done their own due diligence and they've narrowed it down to a couple places, then contact me. Um, so if I'm looking at a rental ad, and it can be on any platform, and don't forget that people that are renting their homes, they're using a number of platforms. Very rarely will you find that they just use one. So Airbnb, VRBO, Craigslist, Facebook, there are listings everywhere. But how does one know which ones are legit and which ones aren't? The first thing I would do, and this is what I did in my situation, is I would Google map and make sure that there is a building where you think that there should be a building. The second thing, now this is not good for all states. Like California, there are no public records. You cannot find, you cannot plug in an address and find out who the owner is. Um, but in the states that does have public records, you would go to the county property appraiser site. Then you would do an address search. And with the address search, you'll find out who the registered owner of that property is. Now, none of these are fail safe, but these are tips so that you can narrow down because um, you're probably looking at like 20 ads and you know you really want to narrow it down to like two that you might truly be interested in in my situation i did just that laura and when i contacted the advertiser he obviously went to the same site as i did because he created a email address in the name of the proper owner. So most people right there would feel pretty uh, honest that that was a good transaction, right? Yeah. Wrong, absolutely wrong. And don't forget that anyone can be on the other side of the computer or the cell phone. Um, I'm not sure if you're aware, but there are software and apps out there that you can mask your phone number. So once again, it's not a fail safe, but it is a good tool. Now here is the most important tip, and I would love for everyone to do this. Um, if you're looking at a rental ad and you see the photograph, right click you have to you actually have to be in the photograph then you right click and it's either going to say something like search the internet to see where else this photo is posted um i try to i i do the google reverse image search and i also use a reverse image search called Tin I T I N E Y E. Now, some you know, in some areas Google's better, in other areas Tin I is better. So I just have the habit of I try both of them just to make sure that I'm getting a good search. Now, here's what you hope to find if it's a if if this property is listed on other platforms. Your go like hot pads, um, Airbnb, 
DRBO, wherever your interested ad is, don't be surprised that there are other ads out there because that just makes sense. If you're a property owner, you want your listing on every platform there is. But here's what you're gonna check. You're gonna go into those other ads and is the rent the same across the board? So mm. let's say you're looking at an ad and it's 650 a month. Let's say it's a long-term rental, 650 a month. If you do the reverse image search and you find another ad, like it could be on Zillow, it could be on realtor.com, there's many, many places it could be. And you find an ad for the same property for eleven fifty a month. Guess what? The six fifty a month, that's a scam. Mm. Then let's say you're hearing this podcast and you've already been in touch with the advertiser. Here are the red flags. You're gonna hear something like, and I know this to be true because I was helping um some family and this is the story I got we're looking for a rental home and I contacted one that you know the size of the house would have worked and immediately when I was in touch with the advertiser I got the sob story the reason why they weren't there to actually show the house um, the person, and I, and I try to say he or she, but you know what? At the end of the day, I don't really know who I was talking to. But I got this sob story about, um, and this was in Florida, but my services are nationwide. But she was telling me about how she was in a horrific car accident. So she's in Texas. Her husband's in the military. And you know, uh, the rent really isn't that important. They just want someone to take care of their house as good as them. Okay, red flags all over that. That seems to be just a common message. Because you know what they're doing. They're trying to convince you that this is a good deal. This is why this listing is less than what the other listings in the area are. Um, and they're trying to give you that reason. Now, here's something I have been researching um, is since 2015, that's the earliest report that I could find on this particular scam, is the scammers are obtaining the lockbox codes. And there's a number of ways that they can do that. And I'm not gonna mention it. I know how they do it. But for the mass uh, publication, I kind of want to keep that <laughs> to myself. Sure. So I'm not giving away how scammers do that. But anyhow, um, often they purchase the lockbox code. So now they've created a fake ad, and it's so easy for them to do because they could find um, this home. They're acting like they're renting it, but in actuality, it's either a foreclosed home or a home for sale. So they take those photographs. They purchase the lockbox key number. Now they say, hey, 
this is my investment property. If you want to look at it, look at it whenever you want. Here's the lockbox code. Once again, the renter is not going to pick up on the fact because doesn't that sound pretty legit? Yeah. And it's not. We had a situation here where um, someone did just that. They were coming from another state. They had the lockbox code. They let themselves in. They moved in, turned on the utilities. Then like a week later, they get a knock on the door from the real estate agent saying, why are you here? Oh my gosh. This house is for sale. Can you imagine having to start all over? Oh my goodness. So that is what I fight. I will not let that happen to anyone. And podcasts like this one, Laura, it is so beneficial for me because when I was in the situation two years ago, I could not find anyone to do what I, what I am doing now, what I created. Um, I was to the point where I had actually contacted a uh, retired police officer and said, hey, I can't figure out if this is legit or not, wondering if you could go by. Now, lo and behold, I actually was able to contact a previous renter to explain to me that the one I was looking at was a total scam. So I, I was so happy that I wasn't a victim. However, it is so easy for people to believe what they hear or these little nuances like here's the lockbox code, let yourself in, go take a look around. Um, even yeah. these situations, even when someone opens up the home for you. Here's what is happening. And I hate to be a gloom and doom and, you know, you can't trust anyone, but you really need to do your due diligence. We had a situation of a single grandfather that was raising his grandkids and actually met the scammer at the home. He moved in, same situation. A month later, he gets a knock on the door because that home was a foreclosed home. But the scammer knew that was a foreclosed home, broke into it, changed the locks, then met the victim and had a lease and the victim uh, rented it right there only to regret it later on. Wow. So many lessons learned. I feel like we could talk about it for hours. I want to get into some questions that our, our audience may have, which is, sure. okay, so I am looking for a rental. I'm feeling a little bit uneasy about it. So I should be proactive and I should call or email Fireball Approves. So Correct. what is the fee for this type of service and how, how does it work exactly? Okay, right now it is $19. And there's two ways. If you're already in contact with the advertiser, that's fine. Just give me their information. Um, or if you're interested in a property, you can even just send me the URL of the ad and I will make contact on your behalf, me and my staff. So we contact, we say, hey, we have a 
this is Tammy Sorrento from Fireball Approves. I've been contracted um, to verify this rental listing. And I'm here to tell you that property owners that are legitimate, they love the idea. I have never received a bad response or a negative response from anyone. I always get the, oh my gosh, I'm so glad you're doing this because, you know, the person that loses the money is not the only victim. Imagine you're a property owner, you have an investment property, you're renting it, but then you're actually dealing with the fallout from all the scams, even if it does not impact you personally. It's still the fact that people are gun shy of taking right. that chance. So if we can create a trusting model. So in speaking to all of these homeowners that I could sense their frustration about, you know, there's so many scams and I don't know how to let my customer know without releasing their own personal information, you know, to a, a proposed renter. But then I thought, you know what? I need to protect the owners too. So I have a product where property owners will come to me for my accreditation. Mm -hmm. Then on all of their platforms, they can say, and they have my seal of approval. In fact, I have fireball approved properties on Airbnb. But it just shows that they went the extra step to prove their ownership. And I can vouch for them that they are the owner or the agent and not a scammer. That's so beneficial. So it sounds like you're protecting everyone involved. I'm so surprised that these scams get passed by on these big uh, platforms, you know, um, whether it's Airbnb, a vacation rental by owner or Craigslist, but, um, and it seems like it would be so beneficial to have, I know you have this fireball approved certification or stamp, which is incredible, but it would also be good to have perhaps some sort of app or something for people. Yes, true. I agree. And I am in the process because I'm not the technical person. That's one thing about owning a business. You have to be very cognizant of where your talents lie. My talent is investigating and protecting consumers. I've learned a lot with starting my own website and what have you. But yes, that is definitely on the drawing board that I do want an app just for that reason, Laura. You're absolutely correct. That's great. So it sounds like a pretty affordable and must-have a checkpoint for anyone out there that travels and is wanting to be sure that they have a secure solution. And so I highly recommend everyone to check out Fireball Approves. Um, I wanna, I will put all of your information in the, in the information of the podcast. So I wanna go back though to a statement that you made in the very beginning. Uh, working with your son. And I find this incredible. I also think that it's so great when we get to work with family members, but it's not easy. So I've been working with my husband for a few years and we had to go through, um, you know, a few hurdles in that process. Oh yeah. Oh so yeah. Tell us <laughs> one 
tell us the biggest challenge or mindset hurdle that you two had to overcome in order to get to the partnership and relationship that you have today. Well, I tell you, so I've been doing this for two years. My daughter was with me. She was on board. She understood my passions. Um, I would say just the hurdle of changing the dynamic from mom to boss. <laughs> and that is not an easy transition. And I won't say, I'm not going to sit here and say that I handled it perfectly. Um, <laughs> but even I learned along the way. So the way I lead is I tr always try to lead by example. And also to make sure that I am cognizant of the accomplishments. Mm. So it's about keeping a open communication, making sure that my directives and our goals are uh, easy to understand and it's not any different than actually leading a team in corporate America but it is your family. So it's so gratifying. At times it can be very challenging. But it's just about, and, and sometimes when I have to have the uh, tough conversation, I will say, I am putting on my fireball hat. <laughs> yeah. And this, this is strictly business, you know, or other times I will say, okay, I've got my mom hat on right now. So but, I mean, it, it is just, it's being very cognizant of the people that are around you and that they have the same mission and passion that you do. Yeah, that's so true. And I, I think um, after spending so much time in corporate, you're absolutely right. It all boils down to, like, no matter who you're working with, any partnership, any relationship requires communication, really good communication at the core. And often that's where things break down is when you're communicating and it might not be received the right way or you're not communicating right. in a style that the, the other person can really understand and appreciate. So I hear that a hundred percent. It's been a, <laughs> it's been a learning curve for me and my husband for sure. Oh, oh, absolutely. And, and we have to and laugh. Yes, and I always say I'm learning every day. So, you know, yeah. I may not I may not get the 100 right out of the gate, but I I am pretty quick. And and if I try something it doesn't work, I'm not going to keep on doing the same thing over and over. So, another tip that I have is when you try something, if it doesn't work, I love the term fail fast which is don't just, you know, because you believe in it, don't just keep doing it if it's not working. My husband says that a lot, but he adds, so he says, fail fast, move forward. And yes. so he's a true entrepreneur. I've only been an entrepreneur for the past few years, but he's been one for over 20. And he really believes um, in just starting, failing, and keep moving. So I love exactly. that advice. It's very good. 
Awesome. It has been really incredible talking to you, really inspiring. And, you know, I also just really feel that these messages are so important just to build awareness within the community so that we can be protected and really know our rights. But at the same time, I want to leave it on a light note and sort of it's not all scary and there's all all kinds of good rental owners out there and people that really you know, deserve good renters. So it's, you know, there's, there's always going to be scams and there's always going to be misleading people. But when you say the majority of people are good. (laughs) Yes. Yes, absolutely. As a matter of fact, I know Craigslist gets beat up so much. And that's really why I started my business because there has to be a way to know or a way to find out which ones are good and which ones are not. And of course, that's where I come in. I've perfected this. Um, I plan on going into other areas like the online jobs. Uh, Those Mm -hmm. are targeted towards like your college students that want to make some money offline. And you apply, so you're giving personal information. There's no job. And now they've stolen your identity. So there are so many areas that I'm going to fight the scammers. And so that to me would be the uh, positive message at the end that we don't have to take it. You know, I'm wondering why you're talking about other scams. Have you ever looked at uh, childcare scams? So like a lot of nannies or I just, you know, I just went through this with some friends that the nanny that they hired was just not, let's just say it was just not a good situation. And that's a really scary, I mean, as a mom, you know, and a grandma, like when you're handing your kid over to somebody, I mean, I'd almost rather have a bad rental experience (laughs) than have have a bad babysitter or childcare experience. Amen. Amen. You know what I'm saying? So I um, agree. I don't know. That might be something else that you could investigate. <laughs> yes. And you know what? I would love to talk with you offline about that because okay. I know what reports I can pull and then we can see what is needed in that area. And mm-hmm. I'm all about it. I am about making interactions safe financially, personally, bodily, emotionally. Yeah. <laughs> You know, just to have a platform where we can trust that we are getting what we pay for. Safety. It's a basic need of human beings, right? Like It really is. So, oh, well. well what you do is, is really wonderful. Thank you so much for spending the time to share your message on Boss Mama's Mindset. And we hope that all of you listening took away a few key points in which you can really feel more guidance in this process and also now you have somebody that you can call on that will make sure that at the end you actually get into a a vacation property that you can feel good about or a rental property that you can feel good about so thank you Tammy for being here Thank you so much for having me and good luck on the birth of your bundle of joy. (laughs) Thank you so much.
All right. So thank you everyone for tuning in. Don't forget we're on all platforms, um, including iTunes. So it would be great if you could leave us a comment and a rating. We really appreciate your support. Let us know what you liked or took away from this episode. And we look forward to talking to you real soon. Take care.